Hello and welcome back to the self-love show with Sammy. I am your host, a clinical hypnotherapist and life coach and I work with women in the world of self-love, self-worth and transforming their entire identity to then create for themselves the most wonderful relationships and on top of that, guess what, the rest of their life becomes this beautiful byproduct of who they then are. So I have been away for a couple of weeks. If you're new here, hello. If you are a usual subscriber and listener, I'm so happy to be back and giving you the more fiery than ever content. I have had a fabulous two weeks holiday. So here we are on the return and we are hitting it straight off in the deep end with ignoring mainstream media advice on relationships. So in this episode, I am going to talk to you about some mainstream advice that I've seen going around and it's actually in a very well-known popular book that is for women or people, human beings that have an anxious attachment. It decodes, it explains attachment styles and kind of gives us information of how to navigate through relationships to have healthy, stable relationships. And the advice they give isn't something that I agree with. So I am going to get started. You're going to love this. If you do love it, do not forget to subscribe to the podcast, leave me a review. And I am extremely grateful for every single one of you that drops me messages on either Instagram or TikTok. You can find me on both at The Self Love Boss, everything linked to work with me, to get my free stuff, to just be in my energy, find more of my content is all going to be linked in the podcast show notes. So let's get started. I am against some of the mainstream relationship advice because it quite simply keeps us in that awful victim mentality. So when we say victim mentality, what that is, is you are quite literally essentially having a remote control of yourself and handing that control out to other people, especially in this term, your partner, people that you're in a relationship with. And saying, here you go, you control my level of self-worth, my level of self-esteem, what I believe about myself and my emotional state. And when we hand that out, we have no ability to control what we then forecast into our future. We end up re-manifesting similar experiences, similar people, the identification of someone that we have dominantly wired into our expectation. And so the behavior that we then get in the relationship with them, we seek over and over and over because our brain does not have this ability to calm and regulate ourselves because we've handed all of that out. Our brain cannot see another perception. It cannot see another story to experiences and external circumstances and people because we have so hardwired within low self-worth, low self-esteem, feeling like you're not lovable, you're not chosen, you're not priority, you're not good enough. So victim mentality means you do not have the ability to control your life, your future, your emotional state, your belief systems, your identity, and therefore then what you manifest in accordance with that. Because we know that your physical experience is nothing but a mirror of reflection of what you believe to be true and who you identify as within. That all comes from your past. That all comes from quite often a chaotic childhood. It comes from chaotic relationships. And so your brain has been trained 
in only alignment with what it could ever have possibly been trained in due to the experiences that you've had. You're set up, whether it is for success or failure in relationships from the minute that you're born, from naught to seven, you're this walking subconscious mind picking up information around you, believing and perceiving that it's truth so that your brain can then continue to put you in circumstances and situations and relationships and um, with similar people that you had as role models, especially your parental roles that you watched and experienced as a child, because your brain needs to feel like it is familiar. It doesn't like change. It likes to be able to predict things. So victim mentality is therefore them when your mindset is dominantly wired and focused on looking at what other people are doing. So I'll give you the snippet of the main piece of advice that I totally disagree with. It essentially says, if you have an anxious attachment, which I believe you likely will have if you're listening to my podcast, if you follow my content, that's usually who I usually talk to. If you've got this anxious attachment This mainstream advice doesn't teach you tips on how to transform that, how to actually physically rewire your brain because that's what we need to change anything. It tells you the advice is to seek out essentially someone in the 50% pool of dating that is securely attached so that then they can meet your needs and help you to feel safe and secure and healthy so that then you can level up and match with them. It sells you to completely avoid like other anxious or avoidant people like the plague and to solely put on your radar someone who is essentially going to become your hero and save you. So we are giving all of our power to another human being that there's only 50% of in the dating pool to make us feel like we're worthy, not because we actually do then believe that we're worthy inside, but because that person just makes us feel safe and secure. So we're not doing ourselves any favour by doing that. By seeking something external to validate our worth is never going to actually change how we dominantly, physically to our core, feel and believe and think about ourselves. And that is the piece of work that we need to be updating. The term I say often, glowing up like it is our full-time job. So my advice when it comes to anxious attachment, which I know you will love, is that you need to be focusing on you. You've got to level up your self-concept. You need to do the healing work, focusing on your side of the street. In fact, I highly advise you take space from other people that are constantly triggering you right now. Even if that is in your relationship, you just take a little bit more time to be going into your season of transformation and making a little sanctuary for yourself, focusing on your belief systems and healing them so that you can then get a different life experience in your relationship and in everything else also. I don't advise you finding somebody to heal you. I advise you heal yourself because you will attract then a different version of your partner. And if that version of them is then not what you want, isn't matched with you, isn't aligned anymore because you feel so absolutely phenomenal, you've transformed yourself so much, you don't feel like the relationship is even for you anymore, you're going to go out and seek somebody who is in perfect match with you. 
you as a healthy, stable, self-secure and confident, worthy individual, not seeking someone in the securely attached 50% of the dating pool to make you feel like you're okay. That is self-sabotage. That is victim mentality because what if they cannot consistently meet your needs? What are you then going to do? I hear this terminology all of the time. Get your partner to meet your needs. Get them to meet your love language. I just want to put out there and I genuinely don't care if people disagree with me. This is what I fully believe to be true, have seen not only for myself, but with my clients that have had outstanding results. If we continue to put these demands onto our partners for them to hold that remote control and hold that power over how we emotionally feel and what we believe about ourselves, we are then giving them the power to make us feel like shit to not be able to show up and meet our needs and meet our love language all the time because maybe they've got their own stuff going on or maybe we are so highly activated in this anxious attachment that we are only activating within them and within this relationship dynamic danger us to be able to consistently seek out this hypervigilance activity that we do where we're fearing abandonment. And so we're looking for more evidence of that, looking for more problems, seeking out information that might not have even really been there, but you're going to keep on going down like a hound to get that information because you believe for it to be true. So that is where the crack starts to come in relationships when we ha- we are not taking that full responsibility of us, our healing and cleaning up our side of the street and just repetitively focusing on what our partner is and isn't doing, what they are and aren't giving us, how they are and aren't showing up, what they are and aren't doing, like their behavior, how they treat us, what they say to us. This love language, we all have different, like I would say we've all got a mixture of the love language that we like. Like I love physical touch and I love quality time. Do you know I also love words of appreciation? Like give me three of them. I think there's five. Give me three of the five or maybe there's seven. I don't know. But if I am to be in my relationship and consistently be saying you need to be fulfilling my needs and you by also fulfilling my love languages, I am setting not only him but myself up for failure for when that can't happen. But also, if we remember the whole premise of manifestation is we quite literally have power over the control of our life and that is down to what we focus on. So if we feel like our love languages aren't being met, we're focusing more on the fact that our love languages aren't being met. So guess what you're going to get more of? And when you show up, especially if the dynamic in your relationship is you hold the feminine energy and your partner has the masculine energy, we don't, it doesn't matter about genders here. That's just the feminine and the masculine energy. If you go to the masculine energy and tell them that you don't appreciate that they're not, you feel like they're not doing enough for you they are going to pull so far away from you because appreciation is absolute number one to them appreciation and gratitude 
So if you're coming at them saying, you're not doing enough for me, you're not meeting my needs, you're not meeting my love languages, because Google has told me that this is what you should be doing, because I'm basically still a child and you need to parent me, that that's literally how I see it. We're handing out our power in that way. Like if we are children still living at home with mum and dad, then yeah, mum, you need to meet my needs. We are adults now. We need to elevate out of that identity and that mindset. We need to pour so much love and adoration into ourselves, meet our own needs, meet our own love languages so that somebody can match that up when we already feel fulfilled satisfied loved adored chosen that is the only energy that is the only experiences we are wiring our mind to then dominate and give us more of it all works with science it's all science it's all universal laws it's all about the reticular activating system and what you're dominantly putting in there so if we consistently decide to give out our power and live in that victim mentality where we're waiting to meet someone that's going to be our hero and meet all of our needs and our love languages well what if one day they just can't and they trip up or something goes wrong or because your identity is still of such low self-worth you then naturally unconsciously automatically are seeking out more information in alignment to prove to you that you're not worthy you're just going to find yourself in that situation again and again and again no matter who you meet you could meet someone who is wildly secure and end up having a awful catastrophe ridden relationship because you've not done your healing you've not updated your self-concept you've not updated your attachment style that's what matters the most not seeking someone who can just be like your parent as now an adult woman So stuff is always going to happen in relationships where they piss us off or you piss them off or something that just triggers you or you have a disagreement. That's normal. It's natural. It happens. The difference with somebody who has an elevated self-identity and belief systems about themselves is you don't then go on attaching meanings that just put you down. When something happens, you don't go into catastrophe in your mindset and feel like, oh my God, this is the end. Like the relationship is over. This person's not for me. They're not giving me enough or I'm not enough for them. I knew this was never going to work. Or even if you do, it doesn't last very long because my mind can still sometimes go down the old track that I used to have, which was awful anxious attachment, extremely low self-esteem. And sometimes I can still think, go in that old automatic dialogue inside of like oh my god see Sammy here look you're not worthy you're not good enough but it just literally never takes control over me it never really means anything to me I'm very very self-aware of where that's coming from which is a huge benefit alongside everything else a huge benefit of understanding your traumas and updating them is having that self-awareness of why you're then getting triggered in the future so you're still going to experience those things in your relationship but they're not going to have such a wild impact on you they're not going to have the ability to continuously like reinforce old stories within you the stories that you don't want to have the stories you don't want to believe in that love doesn't work out for me I am never chosen I'm just not enough like when am I ever going to meet the right person when am I ever going to meet someone that's good enough whatever it is that your story you dominantly have about your opposite about your partner whoever it is you like to be in relationships with um that story is going to repetitively just show up in your life if you don't do the work to transform that to heal it to update your self-concept 
once you've updated and elevated yourself, you can then go on to do the work that the fun work with changing your perspective, changing the dominant identity you have of the people in. But the first and foremost, most important thing is that you shift up your identity so that when you do have those little triggers and those little challenges and the humps in the road, you don't spend days, weeks, months on end in this like mental meltdown, believing that stuff just doesn't get to work out for you, you are not good enough, you've never been lovable, everybody abandons you, whatever your story might be. And so then quite literally pushing what could be a phenomenal relationship away from you further and further and further. We just need to decide I'm going to take full responsibility, I'm going to take full power over the control of my life from my side of things, healing up my side of the street, so that if someone else in my life experience behaves in a certain way, I don't attach meanings to that that puts me down and says that that's my fault. Because if you've got an anxious attachment, that is what you're naturally wired to do. I'm the problem. That's my fault. I need to fix it because I need to chase for love so that they can't possibly abandon me. And it can come up in the most irrational ways. You just like don't give so much power to things anymore. You know that saying, water off a duck's back. You become one of those people where you perceive things differently. You can kind of see through a different lens and think, oh, whatever, they're just having a bad day. That doesn't mean anything about me. Or if you're having a bad day, you don't mean make it mean anything awful about you. You just give yourself some space. You give yourself the time. You give yourself this kind of like unconditional love, no matter what, because you've done the work to heal what's happened in your past so you know why you might get triggered and then what to do which is what is the whole point of having this like glow up bubble this subconscious reprogramming tools that I talk about all of the time everything of mine you can get linked on my page with the self-love guidebook my clients are getting insane results I post them all the time on my social medias the hypnosis, that woman hypnosis and the that woman affirmations, those three things were made for you to start your own little toolkit and becoming this confident woman, stepping out and healing out of this anxious attachment so that you can perceive life differently, so that you can show up in your relationship differently, so that when stuff happens, you see it differently, you respond differently. And when you respond differently, and you don't have that mental torture that can naturally be your default, where you go into thinking that you're the problem, you're to fault, it just doesn't get to work out for you. And you stay like really calm and centered and stable, your person is going to respond to you very, very differently. Even like if initially, they're really stressy and really pissy, they are going to be able to stabilize themselves because you're stable. When you're stable and when you're calm, the energy in that room and the energy in that conversation is very, very different. You perceive yourself differently. You perceive them differently. You perceive the situation differently. It gets to be resolved at such a faster rate. And a lot of the things that I talk about is building this brain training of having a faster comeback rate. So my main message from this podcast episode is do not take everything that you hear in the mainstream media, on social medias, in all the books as Bible, because 
all of this information is a lot to do with beliefs that own people have from their own experiences and experiences that they have seen of their own clients. But that doesn't have to be what's true for you. And especially not if it is driving you down this victim mentality mindset, which is not the confident as fuck woman mindset and teaching you to focus mostly and solely on what your partner is and isn't doing and how they are and aren't showing up for you and how they are and aren't meeting your needs and not teaching you to first and foremost and most importantly if you never did anything else is to heal yourself clean up your side of the street and physically retrain your brain to have completely new wirings in accordance to these belief systems and dominant thoughts and stories that you've got of yourself to remove our minds from putting our partners and other people into this like blame box waiting for them to be our heroes I want you to be your hero and you to take your power back in every single area of your life and you will do that the minute you update your self-identity